Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <sighs> Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Reviewers, what's good? It's your man, Benny Blue, and good God almighty, football season is back. And guess what? That's right. The review has created the For the People League, NFL.com fantasy. That's right. You want to make sure you sign up. 16-team league, only a few slots left. The deadline is September 5th. You want to get in on the action? Make sure you DM us or send us an email to jbandbennyblueview at gmail.com with your email address to get that invite, the exclusive invite for that league. And guess what? If you happen to somehow manage to beat the Savage Dude, the prize you get to be a guest on the podcast that's right so make sure you sign up now again shoot us a dm on instagram at jb and benny blue or shoot us an email to jb and benny blue review at gmail.com right now like if your hamstring ain't falling off the fucking bone your leg ain't broke i don't know like you should be fucking practicing like straight up like that shit is weakness and that shit is contagious as fuck and that shit ain't gonna be in this room, bruh. That shit been here in the past, and that's why the past has been like it is, bruh. That shit is over with here, bruh. If you can fucking practice, fucking practice. You can't get no better. Ain't nobody gonna get better by being on the fucking sideline if you ain't fucking hurt. If you're not fucking hurt, you gotta fucking practice. Because you make other motherfuckers work even fucking harder. Now they had more fucking risk of getting hurt because you don't want fucking practice. Because you being a bitch. Straight up, man, that shit is fucking real, bruh. That shit ain't happening here. I'm just letting y'all niggas know that shit is not fucking happening here. I'm hurting, I'm tired just like every fucking body in this motherfucker. But I ain't taking no motherfucking days off because I can't be fucking great that way. That gotta be the fucking attitude and the mentality all the fucking time. All that weak shit don't fucking live here no more. That shit don't exist. What's good, reviewers? We are back. It is... The JB and Benny Blue Review. Holy shit for your listening pleasure. We appreciate you rocking with us. That giggle that you hear is from a man who has some grays in his beard. And he ain't ashamed to admit it because he's a fucking distinguished gentleman. He's getting sleek live in the desert. I am joined, of course, by my partner in crime, one half of the savage duo, Jeremy J.B. Bridges. Sir, how are you? First and foremost, we had a gay old time. Let's right about, once again salute to our friends, friend of the show, Chad Monique. They had their birthdays. We got, yep. Yeah. Yeah, Bizzle Man fell fell in real quick. He fucking like he, like he forgot his keys. Came back came back to the old city of Angels. We had a gay old time out there at a Rush Street in a Culver City. Shout to them. Shout to that one. The, shout to the dude who kept the uh, who kept the the umbrella fucking moving to keep us out of that goddamn heat. Uh, God bless his ass. But I'm sure you know he probably got a, ni- a di- nice decent little tip there from the whole table. So there you go. You. You know what I'm saying? You went, you you know, you you, you put in that work to get to get that that scratch on the back end. So there you go. We had a we had a good old time. Um, first and foremost, if you're first time checking us out, please make sure to subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Tune, and Castbox, Spotify, and five star rate. You see the goddamn paw? Five star rate us, goddamn it. That's how we move up the charts. That's how we get more uh, listens. Also, shout out. We've been uh, getting a bunch more people liking our Facebook page. Shout out to all you guys. I'm gonna try to do something special for you guys, showing us love. They've been. They've been, they've been popping in just in time for football season. And speaking of fucking football season, goddammit, we have football, goddammit. We, we only have a few slots left for our 
fucking For the People Fantasy League. And that's right, if you didn't catch it on our last episode, episode 92, if you somehow managed to beat us, which, I gotta be honest, I don't like your chances, but if you find a way... If you find a way, hey, the you know what I'm saying? The ref might swallow his whistle. It might be a bit. This helmet, this new helmet rule, which we'll get into, might fuck everything up. Gamma's legal. You never know. Them, them greasy palms. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, guess what? If you win, you get to be a guest on our podcast. Good God almighty. That is worth its weight in gold. God damn it. So... Yep, exactly. Yeah, lucky you. So, hey, if you win, there it is. So make sure to subscribe. Make sure to join that league. If you want to join that league, make sure to DM us on Instagram or shoot us an email, jbandbennyblue at gmail.com and jbandbennyblue.com for all your past episode needs. Follow us at jbandbennyblue on social media. Uh, first and foremost, man, uh, for, for the new reviewers joining us for uh, for football season, man, any, any special shout-out salutations for, for, the, for the reviewers out there? Rocking with us as we approach fucking episode 100, goddammit. Yeah, man, you get you you tend to get that feeling like two weeks, three weeks out from the regular season. I don't know what it is. Like you you just get it's just that whether you're playing, not playing, you're just a casual fan, you get that feeling in your stomach. Like yeah, buddy, oh we back in the, we back in this bitch. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, reviewers, if you've been rocking with us for a couple seasons now, you already know we're going to be coming back right in your fucking grill with these savage picks coming up, starting, and and we're and yes, oh, that's right, we're going to be back on our weekly schedule once the regular season starts. So, do do not get it fucked up. We will be with you every step of the way, making this shit happen. Going, in, I can't even believe it's our fucking third fucking season. I can't believe that. This, this is the biggest time of year for us, man. This is real shit. Season three, but yes. My bookie, shout out, my bookie, every everybody rocking with us. Um, yeah, man, we we just we appreciate it because yeah, we just, this thing this thing is fucking it, 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 it's 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 a slow train, but it's a show train. You know what I'm saying? We we still move it. So um, let businessman, let's do this. We need to sometimes it's tra- you know training camp. Cats are learning. They're learning playbooks. They're getting the chemistry with their team. They're kind of taking it back to basics. Right. So we need to take it back to school a little bit. Let's take it back to college because not only the NFL is is fucking twerking. NCAA is back. Um, there's 11, some shit 11, 11 days away from kickoff. The NCAA kickoff. That's right. So right now we're going to do a little bit of what we call some college football savage preview. Mm. And before I even cue the music... Mm. I told JB about this in the padded production meeting. Mm. I ain't just going to cue the music. You know. Oh, boy. Take your time. Take you know, your time. You, you know, you know, what, you know, what, you know, college football fans, as JB said, of course, we talked about my cardiac kitties. College wise, of course, he's Southern Miss to the top. To the top. Um, and, for, and for me, for me, it's a hail to the victors. And I know what you're thinking. You know, football fans. And you're right. You're right to criticize. But you know what? Boy, I tell you what, they throw so much JB. They throw they throw so much dirt on our name. They forget what happens around us with with our with our with our rivals, with y'all's predecessors. It's, it's, you know, keep, it's crazy. keep your friends close. Keep your enemies. Keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer. That's right. So, so uh, production. What I'd like you to do right now is I'd like to cue, I'd like you to cue the beat for Ether mm. right now. Mm. Um, Ohio State. Oh, hi, 
Oh. You rat motherfuckers. <laughs> you greasy bitch ass wannabe sons of bitches. Ooh. Let me remind you of something, just keeping it on the field right now. Because I even, I, I, I'll, I'll, trust me, I'm going to let you have it about this shit off the field. Yes. Let me tell you something. I don't give a damn how many years you win in a row in the big game. Never forget. Never forget. You never, ever forget. When it comes to the series, you're losing. People never forget. When it comes to overall wins, everybody's losing. Everybody's losing. We have the most wins in any program in the NCAA, mm. period. Mm. And when it comes to championships one-on-one, you're losing. You're losing. So you can get all hype about, oh, Urban Meyer, that. Until you eclipse us in how many times you've beat us as opposed to how many times we've beat you. Right. I don't want to hear it. You enjoy your life in Columbus. You enjoy your life being second rate to everything we do. Because, oh, yeah, I could run down the list, and I'm pretty sure I've done an episode before. Yeah, yeah. Everything you have is a bootleg version of what we have. Damn. And, f- hell, fuck it. Because I want to give you give it to y'all boys so badly because of how much you're fucking up off the field. I'll remind you one more time. <laughs> we have Floyd Mayweather. You have Adrian Broner. Uh. We have Eminem. You have Machine Gun Kelly. Wow. We have Magic Johnson. And you have the man who purposely signed with the Lakers to learn from him, yeah. LeBron James. Yeah. So before you sit there and puff your chest out mm. and act like you got this dominance, like you got this streak over us, wow. oh, you better look long and hard in the mirror. Because everything you want to be, we already are. Reality check. Don't ever play yourself. Reality check. Do not check. ever play yourself. Reality now, check. I'm firing shots not only at Ohio State. But I got to remind the people of who the Big Blue, the Maize and Blue, mm. the Gold Blue, who their rivals are. Now, the most obvious one is, of course, the Buckeyes. Right. But people forget, you also got Penn State and you also got Michigan State. Right. Now, Bizzleman, yeah. the three things those, those teams have in common... It's controversy. Is that boy? It's boy that con- oh that controversy. Controversy like Prince. Ooh, hey, it's like this is like oh, days of our lives. Days of our fucking lives, ain't it? Let me tell you something, reviewers. In case you forgot, because uh, I know it's been a few years, but in case you forgot during that time, boy, you couldn't you couldn't turn on a TV without seeing the shit. In case you forgot, Penn State was out here raping kids. Mm. Michigan State had a fucking. Gymnastics coach that was out here putting bodies on the scoreboard, yes. like over a hundred, mashing, like, like he was out here really fucking groping and being extracurricular to use a academic term, if mashing. You will. And now you got Ohio State and the receivers coach fucking throwing his wife down a flight of stairs or some wild shit. Ordering a bunch of dildos to the coach's room. Oh, yeah, that's 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 not fraudulent. He busting, that really happened. He's busting down, you know what I'm saying, faculty and shit. Like, that really happened. Crazy. So before any of you bum-ass motherfuckers start opening your mouth about, oh, Michigan ain't one shit, blah, 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 you better fucking clean up your own goddamn house. Better recognize. Sweep around. I don't care how, the, yeah. the term goes, sweep around your own front door before you try exactly. to sweep around mine. Exactly, one hundred percent. So I, I had to clear that up. But oh, don't get it twisted. This is equal opportunity because I 
will not accept mediocrity. The review does not accept mediocrity. You not understand, people? We're not That's trying why we're to hear that. the best podcast in the game. We ain't yeah. trying to hear that shit. And we don't, and we don't condone rape by any shape, form, or fashion, creed. No. No, uh, no, gender. no, no, no. Ah, bro. Yes. And especially Get not, that you know what I'm saying, the way that the shit was going down at Penn State. Uh, exactly. You know, faculty members, you know what I'm saying, fucking students. I ain't mean, with all that, man. That no. shit ain't worth a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Now, so. You're keep, right. Keep rolling, baby. Clean, clean, clean that shit up, Ohio State. But when it comes to football, oh, yeah, the ether beat's still going. Mm. Be clear. Mm. JB's talked about it. Hell, JB basically had his own segment last football last football season about this man. Jim Harbaugh, let me tell you something, fella. Overall, while I'm happy that you came to our program, I think ultimately you've made it better than what it was. Because we we were in a bit of a lull. There was there was a down period for the program. Let me tell you something. You fucking milk drinking, build your fucking bones. Goddamn chicken is a fucking scary animal. Whatever the fuck, whatever fucking yeah, you know you chicken because it's, it's, it's a scary animal. It's a skittish animal. Whatever, Jim. I don't want to hear that shit. Put fucking iron your khakis and let me tell you something. Your your fucking your your leash of riding this wave of I'm Jim Harbaugh. Mm. It ends this season. And let me tell you something. I've heard good shit about the Shea Patterson kid, the transfer from Ole Miss. Right, but brother. I'm tired of you bringing in these fifth-year seniors. What is the point of over-recruiting quarterbacks if you do not let these motherfuckers play right. and develop these cats? You're bringing in cats who have spent their entire college career somewhere else, and I don't care how mature they are, how good they are, you're expecting them just to fall right in like they're already in the league and pick shit up. Right. Let's be clear. All these cats that he's had as these fifth-year seniors... These motherfuckers aren't going out there and balling out like a Carson Wentz or Deshaun Watson when they get to the league. These cats are backups if they're still in the league. Right. So, Jim, for the love of God, stop putting your faith in these motherfucking fifth-year transfers. You get all these blue-chip guys. Put it all together. You keep changing coordinators every year. Then you got DJ Durkin fucking going over to Maryland and a fucking kid dying. That's a whole other conversation. Right. Because that's fucked up. Some wild shit. Jim. Your leash is coming to an end, fella. If you do not... I'm putting on wax right now. If you do not make the college football playoff this year, I don't care if you don't win the title. You're out of there. You need to, you need to go. You're out of there. Because you set the expectations by how you command yourself and what you did before you got to Michigan. Hey, props to you, fella. You're a good coach. But sometimes a good coach doesn't always have the right situation. And yes, I understand that you are, in fact, a true blue Michigan fan. That's why I think... People can accept you, quote unquote, building up the program. Right. But dude, you're in what your fourth year, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. That's yeah. enough for a full recruiting class. I do not want to hear the excuses. If you win nine games, ten games, the fuck out of here, khaki man. I'm over it. And with that being said, yes. when it comes to this college shit, I'm dropping the mic. <laughs> Bizzle man, and any 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 thoughts of me just let, letting the Mac off, or would you like to talk about your? Beloved Southern Miss to the top. I'll, I'll leave it up to you. You know what? I, uh, I, I said it. All, all, I said it. All I'm going to say is that I do believe that I'm a, my alma mater, Southern Miss, needs to uh, accept the invite to a bigger conference. Yes. Um, they are. They're, they're doing, ready. They're doing really well recruiting down there right now. Coach Hobson's doing an amazing job. Like I knew he would. He's a player coach. Yep. He's a man of his word. Uh, kids love to play for him. And, and that's a hell of a trait when it comes to college football. So Southern Miss – 
I've been saying it for the longest. We got invited to the SEC twice when I was playing ball to Southern Miss, and Coach Coach Bauer never accepted. I didn't know. I never understood that. I don't understand why we haven't jumped to a bigger conference to boot. So, Southern Miss, uh, I wish y'all luck. Have a great year. I'll be down there for a couple games if I can. But uh, Southern Miss to the top all day. I just want better for my school. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, give the, give the reviewers out there who might be curious what what how we uh, how we looking for a uh, for a young young Jaleel. How, how we looking out there in Fresno? What, what's the good word? To no fly zone out of Reedley College now. Uh, Ooh, so no, no fly zone. It's, it's a wrap. Uh, he should, if not start, he should be the starting nickel. Um, okay. He should, if he's not holding down one of the right or left corner spots, he should be the starting nickel. Uh, he's, he's doing his thing, man. He, he's, he's progressing. He's getting stronger. He's learning the system. He's improving and showing and proving the coaches that he belongs. And uh, it's just good stuff going on out there, man. I can't wait. The first game is the first weekend of September. I will be in um, – uh, Santa, somewhere out there in the bay. Uh, <laughs> I just okay. know it's. Uh, nice. I want to say it's like Santa Ana or some shit. But uh, nice. Yeah, first game of the season, man. We'll be out there checking them out. The Tigers of Reedley College. There it is. Salute, salute to him. He, he he's making plays. Yes, sir. And kind of kind of put kind of putting a bow on the the college football talk. Because we do have something to touch on here with basketball, real quick before we go into our first special advertisement announcement. Right. Just look at just look at the preseason polls. Listen, we get it, reviewers. This shit shakes, shakes up. up. There, there ain't no telling how it's going to shake out. out. Usually outside of maybe the top four. Right. I'll just read off. I'll just read off the top ten. Kind of get kind of get your thoughts on this. So working from ten to one, you got Auburn, Penn State, Miami, Wisconsin, Washington, Oklahoma, Georgia, the Fuckeyes. Clemson and Bama. Hmm. Now, just looking at that, how do you how do you think shit shakes? I personally think Miami may very well end up Miami and to me, Miami and Georgia are the sleepers, to be honest All right. with you. Alright. That's that's what I think. What, I, where, where are you at with that shit? Um mm, You know what, man? The 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 the, the, the teams that are there, like Bama uh, they're they're going to do what they do. Bama, right. uh, Clemson, these cats are going to do what they do, you know. Right. So you you ain't even, you can you can pretty much roll that up and smoke it. It's uh <laughs> Miami, <laughs> Miami. I'm for me the, the the jury's still out on Miami. You know they yeah. they have a great young class and a great young team. They're dynamic. Um, their, their offense was decent last year, but it was it was, it was decent, but it wasn't big enough to run with the big dogs. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't as efficient as a Alabama offense or a Clemson offense or, hell, even Washington, you know what I'm saying, who's up there. And they deserve to be because their defense right, right. is like crazy. Their offense is, yeah. is, is a question mark too. So they got the top 10 right pretty well. Uh, Penn State's going to be solid. They've they really de- de- developed yeah. a pretty good thing out there. Yeah, yeah, we can't they, front. They they developed a pretty good thing out there, and um, I was just anxious to see it, man. Like I love watching college football, especially when it's the big dogs. Uh, Oklahoma, I don't think yeah. they're gonna be as good as yeah. people think they are. I agree. I, I mean, Baker Mayfield was a lot for that team. Yeah, he was. I know the young kid they got there. I know he's dynamic. The kid that transferred from uh, Texas A&M, he's dynamic, but he's a little dude. He get right. rocked. It's a wrap for right. him. Right. Right, and with Bama, and with Bama, it's like they're—I don't know, dude. 
So you you got to explain this to me, reviewers. If you can drop it in the comments, somebody explain it to me. How a team like Bama that yeah. can recruit as well as they can recruit, how come they never have a guaranteed quarterback? Right now it's now it's now it's it's a it's a it's Jalen versus Tua, well, and now and my, and then and my, Tua came in the national championship right. game and won it for him. And my thing about my like, thing about fuck? that is that's fucked up for Jalen because that man has won what two championships before that. I think you're right. Yeah, so Jalen has won two championships. And so he had a bad year because he didn't have a very productive year last year. He was kind of on a decline. And then the championship game, they weren't sparking. He wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. So Nick Saban did exactly what a college coach was supposed to. His quarterback suffering. He brought in the backup quarterback. The kid played well. Now, here's the question. Is this kid, what's his name, Tua? Yeah. Is he going to be ready for the full-on war that is the SEC? We ain't talking about the fucking playoffs where you're going right. to see a totally different type of team than you're accustomed right. to seeing all year. Yeah. So yeah, is he going to be restriction. yeah, is he going to be ready for the war that is the SEC cuz that shit in itself is war. You got Georgia just to look at the top 10, Georgia and fucking um Auburn. Are you ready for yeah. that? You ready for that drama? Yeah. Cuz that shit is real. Yeah. You know, the LSU, like come on man, like Jalen got that experience. If I'm coach, if I'm him, I'm starting Jalen the first of the year. If Jalen doesn't show me what I want to see in two games, three maybe, then we'll put the two a kid in and rock with him for the rest of the year. But I'm not sold on this kid yet. You know what I'm saying? They, everybody wants, you know, the, the best position on any football field is a backup quarterback. Right. Everybody loves a backup quarterback. So. Oh, he's a, he's a savior. Oh, without a doubt. Until he, he goes in the game and throws a pick. Right, Ooh. until he fucks up, and they're like, hey, Ooh. put the starter back in. What the fuck? What you doing? You stupid. So, yeah, yeah the top ten is pretty they, – they, they got it pretty much mapped out pretty well. Uh, Auburn's yeah. going to surprise a bunch of people. They are a tough football team. Um, in the next couple of years, they're going to be even tougher. They got a hell of a class coming in next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just going to be – it's going to be interesting. Wisconsin, not really sold on them. Yeah. You know, they have a solid team. Uh, they got a lot of kids coming back. But still – I don't yeah. know. Hopefully, my hopefully, hopefully, my boy K, uh, Key Ray Lyles will get to start at quarterback out there. Right. That'd and be it's going to be very interesting too because week week one they they got Michigan Notre Dame playing again for a right. few years they weren't playing and now and they have they have Notre Dame and come on NCAA coaches poll get the fuck out of here you do this shit they do this shit every year they put Notre Dame always way too high every year they got a number eleven. And number eleven, you gotta you gotta be shit. Michigan State number twelve. Get the fuck out of here! Right? Like, come no. on, man. And that, that's not even hate. That's just no. I'm being real. Like, real. I mean, SC, they got they got to earn those. Yeah, rightfully, SC should be up there somewhere. You know the way yeah, they finished SC, last year, and then they honestly, got Michigan State up there. Like, come on, man. Are they based yeah, on no, classes no, 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 that's no. coming in or starters coming back? Or you know who I'm surprised is not ranked. And I think we talk. I think we talk about in terms of when we. I think we were getting into a little bit of last chance. You um, last episode, and I think he got some of the the kids from. Uh, I want to say he got. I, th- I want to say Lane Kiffin got a few of the kids from Scuba. Um, I'm surprised uh, Florida Atlantic didn't crack the top twenty five. No, they they, they, they got votes. They they will never. I don't, I don't see that happening. It's just it's just it's just simply no? because. No, they. I mean, they ain't they ain't they, ain't, they get, It's a lot more they got to prove. They had a That's decent true. season. You know what I'm saying? You can't just just throw them up there just like that. Nah. Not even not, not even not even 25. No. Nah. They got they they really got to crack it. No, not, not not as good as college football is right now. Now if it was a, you know if, if the big dogs were sucking, 
then yeah, yeah then the Florida Atlantic could sneak in there because they did yeah. make a little hay last year, but yeah. not right not up. enough. Yeah, not enough. You got you got to show you got to show and prove there, Lane. Give me two years, you know what I'm saying? That, that, slick, hair, that, that slick haircut ain't gonna do it. Right, the slick, hair, the, prove, slick, baby. slick hair in the mean mug ain't gonna get it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking speaking of uh, elite players, and we'll, we'll we'll touch base on this before before we drop in our first special advertisement announcement. There's been right. a development in them, them greasy son bitches that are the NCAA and how they treat their players. Mm. Now this is fairly new, and I'm sure as anything else. We ain't gonna jump out the window because this is very likely subject to change. All right. So here's here's the deal, reviewers. If you haven't heard this, apparently what's been happening is uh, old 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 uh, to quote Dave Chappelle, old Condolangus Rice, fucking led a commission to help clean up college football or mm. basketball rather. So apparently what's been what's been happening is college players who are considered to be and you use the quotes elite players, right. which is apparently going to be decided by the NCAA, which is kind of ice, but whatever. If you, you can actually declare from the draft, you can actually declare for the draft, and you can actually sign with an agent while you're still in school. Right. But if you go undrafted, you can go back claiming to school. that you can return to school. Right. And this is this interesting. Is, this is, you know what? It's, it's a good and a bad thing because there are guys that are hyped up. And they do go out way too early based on what people are saying. And we see yeah. a player, we're like, yo, this kid going to get eight in the NBA. He don't get drafted. We don't hear shit else from him. Yeah. He can't even get back in school because he's declared his eligibility for professional basketball, which means that his amateurism has gone out the window. So now the kid has to go overseas and play ball in fucking Israel or some shit. Right. I think it's okay. The only part that I like about it is that they can get back in school. The whole right. getting, getting the agent thing, well, it's like the Lords of London contract. With, right. with Putting your, insurance yeah, on yourself. Right. The personal insurance for yourself, you're not going to get Lords of London unless you're a guaranteed first 10 pick. Straight exactly. up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, are we just doing this for the top 10 picks right are we doing it for the the highly touted oh this kid could go it's too many too many gray areas in that it's too many to just say that it's going to be a a, a a constant yeah exactly and i'm curious to see if they can make if they can find a way to make it work you already know it's ncaa so it's going to be clunky as fuck and probably in at least early on fuck over the kids in a certain certain degree but if they manage to trip and fall into a good resolution with this shit, I'm wondering how that would trickle over to football players, right. given the fact that unlike the NBA, like you said, you have to go play for the fucking Kuwait Koala Bears or some shit if you, mm. if you fuck your life up. In Squat. the NFL now, by twenty by 2019, <laughs> and then by 2020, if you look at the fucking Koala Bears, uh, fucking uh, 2019 to 2020... Now, there's going to be two more professional leagues in America. There's mm. going to be the AAF, and then, yes, reviewers, there's going to be the XFL. Yes. So there's going to be more jobs for players who don't necessarily want to be on a fucking practice squad right. or go play Canadian football. And I think that's so pretty So I wonder sweet. how that may work. I think that's pretty sweet as far as uh, for football. You know, I hated the NFL Europe got canceled. I thought that was a really sweet deal. Oh. Now, the Alliance Football League is being made to literally rival the NFL. 
they're not they're not no no some bullshit supplement league. They're trying right. to make this league for real to rival the NFL, the XFL. I think people will never respect it. It's gonna always be a joke just because of the way yeah. it came out in first. Yeah, you know they they played themselves at first, so people yeah. are never gonna respect. They're it. trying to be family friendly now. That's right, the whole brand. exactly. It's like, right. Well, you came out with fucking he hate me and all this right, stuff. right. WWF shit. Right. So people people will never take it serious. I give it a year, two years, and it'll be gone again because it's Alliance Football League. It's serious. They're real coaches. They They're got real people. They got they got yeah. people. Yeah, it's just like the uh, the supplemental league they had um, about four years ago. Um, that you know they had like sixteen. They had a team in Vegas. Um, this league, I can't remember the name of it, but they're for real. They're not playing. Mm-hmm. They're not playing. Mm-hmm. They're 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 serious about what they're doing. They they had a draft the other day. I was keeping eyes on. It. I follow them on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I think it's awesome. I think especially that it's on U.S. soil. That it's in yeah. the United States of America. It's another yeah. vessel for people to be able to watch professional football. Yeah. And it's not no bullshit. It's gonna it's gonna have yeah. a lot of NFL rule. It's yeah. not gonna be like unfamiliar football. It's yeah. gonna be football as we know it. So mm-hmm. as far as kids in college go, and this whole you, if you're you know big time, you can get an agent, and then if you don't get drafted, you can go back to school. I don't know. I still think it's gonna be too much fault. It, it, it sounds fucked up just listening just just listening to myself say it. It sounds fucked up. Right. You know. Right. Sodom and Gomorrah, baby. Perfect heat. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, exactly. So yeah, man, we'll see what fucking shakes with that shit. But uh, you know what I'm saying? In, in terms, in terms of not playing around, we're not playing around because when never. we come back, not never. Oh baby, we're a couple weeks into preseason. We gotta talk about this helmet rule. We gotta man. talk about the fuck's oh. happening on hard knocks. There's a lot of shit happening in this motherfucking bitch fucking, in the NFL. Fucking, this fucking helmet rule is stress. Oh yeah, no. Listen, we're, you already know we're about to, we're about to take off on it. So, yeah. so don't you worry, viewers. No me, 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 and the big fella got something to say about this. So you stick around. Don't you touch that dial. No. Don't you touch that phone. Don't do Just pick up your phone and check your messages. Tell that bitch to put it down. So we're going to get something to eat. We're going to Red Lobster, and you're going to enjoy the biscuits. God damn it. Right. We are not Cheddar playing biscuits, around. Huh? Mm-hmm. Cheddar biscuits. <laughs> we might get on t-shirt. Cheddar biscuits. Cheddar oh biscuits. man. Not the cheddar biscuits. Reviewers, keep rocking with us. Again, make sure to subscribe on iTunes. Five star rate. Right now. Do it. Right now. Stop playing around. Five star break. Follow us at JB and Benny Blue. And uh, when we come back, we're going to get into all that. So stick around. You are listening to the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. And we'll be right back. What's good, reviewers? It's your man, Benny Blue, and football season is back, and we want to make sure we touch as many new reviewers as possible, and we need your help to do it. So please, go to iTunes right now. Give us a five-star rating. That helps us climb the charts and make sure we reach as many savages out there from sea to shining sea. If you don't have iTunes, you can also check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, and iHeartRadio. And also make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well and follow us at JB and Benny Blue on all social media. Five-star rate us on iTunes now. Reviewers, yeah. what's good, people? Yeah. We're back. Yeah. JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. We appreciate you rocking with us. However you're listening, however you're checking us out, we appreciate you because we are the review, right. and we are for the fucking people. Always. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to all our sponsors. Shout out to everyone supporting us. Make sure to follow us at JB and Benny Blue. Right. Yeah, man. Five-star rate us. Subscribe on iTunes. All that good shit. You already know what to do. You ain't children. Right. You're fucking sad. We ain't got to hold your hand. with us. Yeah, if you're fucking with us, you're getting some real motherfucking game on what's happening here in the wide world of football. First, we're talking about college, and now 
Oh, we 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 we're, we're taking it. We're we're the, we're, we're the professional like DJ Clue in this bitch. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Our beloved NFL. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Taking it to the league. And guess what? Preseason. We're already two weeks through. It's in full we effect. Got a lot of shit happening. It's in full effect. A lot man. of shit to talk about. So let's get right into it, bro. It's fucking preseason. Week one, week two. Mm. Savage recap. Mm-hmm. Cue the fucking music. Dun, 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 dun. Right. Yes. Yes. Week one, week two. All right. Right off the bat, let's uh, let, let's go over what we've seen from our squad. So in our previous episode, we were just getting past the Hall of Fame game. Now we have two weeks of preseason in the can. Right. Uh, starting with the Bird Gang. Bird Gang had a had a spirited match against the Chargers in week one, followed by playing the Saints in week two. Uh, Bizler, so far, preseason, but there's been some shit happening. Yes, what, yes. What, what have you liked, and what have you what have, what do you, have you seen that needs to improve uh, the, from the, from the boy game? The thing that the one thing that I, I see from jump that 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 you know that tickles my fancy is the offensive Ooh. line <laughs> is playing with a little gumption there, boy. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Playing with a little nasty. I knew Ray Brown was the guy when they said that they signed Ray Brown as offensive line coach. I was with it, with it. He is old school. He brings that old school flavor. He, he played the league. He was a nasty motherfucker when he played, and he's a nasty coach. You see it starting to relay onto the field. Even DJ Humphreys is getting, you know, his technique is beginning to, begin to be more consistent. Yeah. Uh, Andre Smith is looking good. He's like he's in decent shape. Um, man, um, the kid Pew from New York looking good. We got the rookie from York, Michigan looking mm-hmm. good. He's had to fill in that center because AQ Shipley got hurt. That's right. And then we got Lapati over there, the seasoned vet, the pro bowler, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. who's looking better than he's looked in a long time. Mm-hmm. They are moving people, all right? And that is beautiful. David Johnson, first game, he had two runs, 14 yards a pop. This game here against the Saints, David Johnson was hitting them. They had one that was so beautiful. And as offensive lineman, you love to see shit like this. He got stopped on like the four. The offensive line pushed him in the end zone. Right? Oh, he pushed a, him in. It was a big mosh put and big mosh pile. And the boys <laughs> just, just shoved him on in the end zone. But that's what you right. like to see. As far right. as the quarterback situation, Sam Bradford, we know. As long as he's standing up, the motherfucker could throw a fucking BB through a fucking a, a, a needle hole. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's that good. Right. As long as he's standing right. up, as long as he's healthy. Uh, the receiving core... Good. Tight ends. It's going to be okay. Defense surprised me. Like, they're flying around, man. They are really mm-hmm. aggressive on defense. The defensive front is showing me some good things. And that that, that was one of my concerns. I've said it on, on previous podcasts. Is our defensive front, not our outside rushes with Chandler Jones. We know Golden will be back. It was Indichke. It was Peters. Those guys on the inside have to make some hay. They have to be able to get penetration. They have to be able to get to the quarterback. We can't depend yeah. on Chandler Jones and Golden to get to the quarterback at all times. Defensive backfield-wise, the kid that we got from um, the kid that we got from, from the Browns is working out really well. Can't remember his name. And then, of course, Pat P is Pat P. Uh, Antoine B. Thea, beautiful back there. And then we got the kid um, from um, the L.A. Chargers, uh, the, the kid with the dreads. Safety. He's working out real well. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. And there's nothing that I see right now that's concerning me. I'm just pleased yeah. right now. So if we can continue to put games together season day, uh, week to week, that's all I care about. You know, I feel like we're going to be right. okay. 
definitely going to fare well in the West, which is going to be one of the most competitive divisions, whether people believe it or not. I'm still not sold on the Rams. On paper, they're going to be the shit. But you in Very football, true. in football, you got to put all that together. Um, right. You know, uh, one of the cats. You can't, write, you can't write them W's, guys. No, without a doubt. One of the cats on ESPN made a great point about how when 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 free agents come in, like high caliber free agents, like the ones that they got, you know, they they become like mercenaries. You know what I'm saying? So it's no cohesion. There's no love. They're just out there playing. Right. So right. you know. The West is going to be wild. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely going to be how the West was won this year. It's going to be a saga. It's going to be a movie. Like it's, going, it's, going to be, it's going to be a soap opera. But I, I, I'm not really worried about my, about my Red Birds. I feel like we're going to be okay. What's going on and in Detroit? What, that, well, first, I was going to ask you, because I, I, think, I, think the, I think the AQ Shipley injury happened in between our last episode and this episode. It did. How have you noticed in terms of you being so well versed in the chemistry, the way the offensive line moves as a unit, and has to have has to have that relationship with each other to know each other's not only their assignments but their tendencies of how they play. Right. How have you? What have you seen in, in terms of their response, not only to that injury, but also getting David Johnson back? And do you think, in a weird way, it's kind of lifted them to play maybe even above their ability? Well, of course, as losing AQ Shipley, who is a he's a field general. And then having a rookie as his backup, all all those things right. are weird, right? All those things are just you 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 see it. It's like it's like two plus two equals five. It don't add up. Right. You don't you, you don't you don't think it's gonna fare very well. Well, having David Johnson back is the biggest plus ever. So having two veterans around this rookie is amazing. You got Pew, you got Lapati. Hey, the kid is ready to play ball now. Don't get me wrong. He's from he went to, he went to your Big Blue. You know what I'm saying? The kid is he's a stud. Mm-hmm. And, and he's doing good things. Smart. I think that they're not really depending on him to make a lot of calls and all that stuff because you have Pew, who is smart, who is a center slash guard. And he, he's kind of helping him out as far as seeing things on the field. So, right. and then having David Johnson back, all you got to do is, is just hold on to your block for three seconds. And this kid is doing big things. So, exactly. it, it, it's, it's all, it's, it's, it's all you know, it's a big, big pot of gumbo. But, but, but it's starting to, you know, it, it's, it's, it's damn near ready. Yeah, it's a little, little, bit, little bit of season in there. starting to taste good. All right. There it is. All right, so that's, that's the Bird Gang. And as you asked, as far as my kitties go, so week one we had... And then we had the fucking... The G-Men. Now, honestly, call me superstitious, man. I don't care. I actually prefer it when my kitties don't, like, run the table in preseason. Right. Because history has shown when they go, like, 4-0 in preseason... The regular season really ain't too good. Sometimes, <laughs> and, and you probably noticed this when you played. Actually, I don't, I don't think we ever really talked about this before. Right? Have you have you noticed like when you played, when if you won like so let's say four four pre preseason games, right? Say you go three and one, right? Right? Do you uh, do you think when you were a player, and maybe from a coach's perspective as well, do you think that honestly can kind of hurt you a little bit because it's harder to identify mistakes? Sometimes it can because a win makes everything better, right? Exactly. So people tend to overlook things when you win that you wouldn't overlook when you lose. It's exactly correct. But good coaches know that preseason games are just that. They're just preseason games, right? right? So we have to look at everything. It's got to be a fine-tooth comb. Every little thing has to be magnified. So I don't really care. You know, the thing, be real with you. Preseason games are won by the twos and threes. 
All right, bottom line. Oh, yeah. They're so, fine. So it's got, nothing, it's got nothing to do with your starters. You don't see the starters. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, let's be real. You might see the starters for a combined four quarters in the preseason. Because, you you know, the first the first game they play maybe a series if they play at all. Second game they play two series to a quarter. Uh, third game, a lot of teams a lot of teams play their starters for a whole half. And in the fourth, you don't see them at all. So you might see your one offense and one defense for a combined maybe four or five quarters in the preseason. That's not that's really not enough to gauge what's really going on. Uh, and then of course during the regular season game planning comes in and so on and so forth and it's just different. So I don't I was never really superstitious as a the, there was never really a superstition as far as like oh you better suck in the preseason so we can you know analyze everything. Now you just understand that again twos and threes win preseason games. So fine tooth comb everything and then once that season starts. Then we get into the regular season shit, right? Right, and there, yeah, and there, there it is. That, that's 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 the, that's the best way of putting it. Where you have you have perspective on it. Again, it's all it's all washing tape, and like you said, it's it's a it's a cat's really trying to make a team, right? That are ultimately going to win those games. You right. just got to make sure, like you said, you don't you don't get you don't get lulled to sleep by the wins, and you don't get too low from the losses. That's right. So there it is. Now, how it specifically relates to the kitties? They they drop both those games, but that's fine because again, I think you get a little bit more data from that. Obviously, you don't, you don't want to drop them in the regular season, but hey, if you're going to do it, do it now. Right. Um, in terms of, we'll, we'll start with the, with the things I think need to improve. Um, you know, definitely consistency at the line of scrimmage. Um, offense, offensive line wise, they've you know you got to give credit because the you know traditionally, as Bizzleman knows, the Kitties have been notorious for not investing as much as they probably could have and should have. In improving their offensive line, right. uh, it, it, it is it is a actual fact. We're we're, we're rare we're, reviewers reviewers of old, as you know, we're rare around this bitch with exact deep dive stats. You know that we 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 do the eye test. We definitely use some stats and numbers, but we're not we're not the fucking we're not the analytics nerds. Matthew Stafford has been sacked more times than any other quarterback. I believe over the last ten years, right? He he's been smacked around over, and he's going into his tenth year now. So he's at that point in his career where it's like, come on, man, let's like let's make something happen for this dude. They've really invested in their offensive line, but it's hot and cold, right? Whereas they they have some they they brought in some real playmakers at running back. The running game is starting to improve, but. It's it's one play on one play off. Right. They got to clean. They got they got to clean that shit up with the pass block and run blocking. Defensive line, there are so, there are some legit studs on there, but they, that's kind of the same thing with them. They're they've been hot and cold on their pass rush and with stopping the run. I want to see more out of Zettel and Ziggy Ansah. I mean, he's a Pro Bowler. I mean, he he's gonna be one of those like big contract dudes coming up. I know. I believe they franchise tagged him this year, right. which makes sense. But he's gonna get his money either from us or somebody else in a year or two from now, guaranteed. So <laughs> that's gonna happen. Um, in terms of some of the receivers, uh, we already know what we got in Marvin Jones. We already know what he got in Golden Tate. Kenny Galladay is a future star. Right. He he Kenny Galladay is gonna be a star. He's one of those diamond in the rough cats. TJ Jones. You've been on the team for a while. I'm gonna tell you flat out, you're about to lose your spot to Chase Billingsley. It's his third year? Third or fourth year. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. been dancing around that third or fourth option. Yeah, he really hasn't yeah. been consistent. Yeah, you're about to get cut, buddy. You're kinda you're kinda looking like how Corey Coleman was looking on the last episode of Hard Knocks, which we'll get to here in a second. Mm. Um 
you might not be in the team player. Like there's some there have been some, the one thing about the Lions, and I know this is probably true for every team, but the Lions have a few of these cats that are kind of fringe third string practice squad guys right. who really work their fucking ass off. Right. Like they really bust their ass. And one of these cats, brother, is gonna take your spot. Oh, easy. Like you're you're at that point now where it's right. like you're not number one, number two, number three. Those oh. are already locked down. Oh. So if you want to make this team, third, fourth year, bro. If you're not making no hay in your third or fourth year, you are gonna yeah, you're get cut. You're gonna get cut. You're gonna get, cut. You're gonna get yep. cut, and you're gonna start floating around unless you go somewhere and you stick and you show them that you're ready to play ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. So TJ, you either better make some real plays on special teams or just really find a role because. It might be over for you, dude. So I mean, I don't wish anybody to lose their job, but you know, again, it's a preseason. Hey, we go, we going we going from from fucking ninety to seventy five to fifty three. Right. So don't 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 play yourself on that end. Um, in terms of the good stuff, um, yeah, man. I mean, Stafford, Stafford. That's already checked off. He's elite. If you want to argue that, you're a fucking moron. He's elite. He's top five in most in, in like all the most important categories for quarterback. And like I said. Look it up. It's fact. He is the most sacked quarterback in the league oh, yeah. over the last decade. He's doing all that shit still. So don't play yourself. Running game. I got to say, I'm very pleased to have LeGarrette Blunt. Um, on Johnson, the rookie, the cat that we drafted, um, you know, he, he, he's learning. He's getting. He's developing his, his patience. He'll get there. I like what you see. I got to tell you, I've always been kind of confused about Theo Riddick to a certain degree. I'm like, right. what is what is his real position on the team? I got to tell you. And this for anyone that's gonna be in our fantasy league, if I had to give you some advice, if you if you want one of those, I don't know what you call like the, the WR position or the one that's like you know what I mean, the position yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a, receiver a receiver or a running back, in. yeah, a running or, back. yeah, or tight end or running back. Yeah. If you're drafting for that position, I would strongly advise you put Theo Riddick in there because Theo Riddick is arguably one of the best, if not the best, receiving running backs in the league. Right. He might not be the best, but he's top five. Right. For sure. And I promise he's you, I, pro- I promise you the fact that that Matt Patricia is the head coach. You know, it's that that tree, that Bill that Bill Belichick tree is the branches are long and they're and they're thick. So the the check down is extremely important. I don't know who the mm-hmm. office coordinator is, but the check down is extremely Joe important. Jim Bob Cooter. Oh, Jim Bob Cooter. I promise you. Yep. So with a guy like Riddick. The screen game is going to be popping, and the check down is going to yep. be popping. So, yeah, that's, that's that's a major key alert right there. Yeah. Now, I am slightly concerned about, about the tight ends. We've had some kind of hits and misses. They let Eric Ebron go. He plays for the Colts now. Um, you know, they've been let Pettigrew go. So, I mean, it's – it's uh, I don't know. Stafford's got to have a, have a decent security blanket because, fuck, I already saw that combination, that lethal combination happening from the cheese eaters that will we'll say potentially lethal – with the Jimmy Graham, Aaron Rodgers, uh, thing. You, if they, you, if they, you, if they you, you already know. You already know that's that's not potentially lethal. That's going you're gonna see that more than you want to yeah. see it this season. So we have to have our answer to that. And honestly, um, I'll be honest. I was having. I was uh, shout out shout to uh, shout to my guy uh, Brian, our friend that we actually did defending our list. I opened for him. He shot his uh, first comedy album yesterday. Sweet. And after the show, I was having this. I was having this debate with a couple of Pats dude Mm-mm. fans. Afterwards, at the bar, after the show, I got to tell you, and JB knows, like he was saying from that Belichick coaching tree, Patricia, the jury's still out, bud. Right. Like, the jury's still out. Can you can you develop an identity with this team? Right. Can you get everyone on the same page? Because right. I got to tell you, that, that scouting report of coaches and coordinators who leave Belichick, eh, 
It ain't a guarantee. No, not so, at all. So I gotta see. Like it's gonna be very telling to see how Patricia can go from the MIT guy with the giant beard, looking like he's homeless with a fucking pencil in his ear, drawing up the plays, right. to being the the true leader of men and how he brings the whole team together. Right. So I'm I'm gonna give you got to give him a chance. It's his first year, but man, the Lions are one of those teams where it's like we can't keep dancing around nine and seven, ten and six, nine and seven, ten and six. I can't keep playing this game anymore. Right. Like I said, Stafford's in his tenth year now. We have to win a playoff game. We have to do something. So <laughs> overall, I think the I think for both of our squads, we're gonna be better than people think and some of the teams at the quote unquote top aren't going to be as good as people think right overall overall i think and actually i was having this debate after my show last night as well i'm curious to get your opinion on this for the whole league overall i think in in total the whole league is better i think the entire league is better this year my question is i was gonna ask you well no go go ahead go ahead what what were you gonna say no i was just gonna say about the preseason like the preseason has been really good this year Probably, it's probably the best preseason I've seen in a long time, and, and and not just saying as far as like, uh, like rookies showing up. That's a big part of it. But honestly, like teams are coming out and they're like showing what they got a little bit. I was I, I was ha- I was happy to see the Patriots come out and really just like take it to the Eagles. You know, even though I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an old Eagle, it was just, it was just good to see that they didn't lay down and just say, hey, regular season, yeah, we'll get it cracking. You know, oh yeah, y'all beat us in the Super Bowl regular season. We'll get it cracking, but right now we gonna try to hide everything. Nah, Belichick put together a nice little plan for what they need to do to beat the Eagles, and it was what it was. So, yeah, man, it's gonna be good shit. Uh, the season, and I told you this in, in the off season, I kept saying it. I just want this to be a super competitive season, which right. it's kind of segues us to hard knocks. All right. Well, I was gonna ask you before that. And I was having this debate before we get into a team that was legitimately, legitimately bad last year, the Browns yeah. and Hard Knocks. The last, the last 18 years. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, ba- yeah basically. The, the fucking, the factory sadness, as they call it. Shout out to the land. Cleveland. Right. That's Cleveland. right. Um, who do you think, and AFC, NFC, and this might not be as easy as an answer as the reviewers might think, mm. who, who legitimately do you think is going to be the worst team in either of those conferences? Wow, NFC, it's AFC. Interesting, it's an interesting question this year now, right? Because the Browns, they're not going to be that bad. Yeah, very like, They're not going to be amazing, but they're, yeah. gonna be, they're not going to be 0-16. Very interesting. Uh, I think that I, I don't think Tennessee is going to fare very well this year uh, in the AFC. And in the NFC, let me see. It's going to be, like I said, I don't think Tennessee is going to fare very well in the, in the AFC. And in the NFC, I don't think the Vikings are going to be as good as people think they're going to be this year. Now, that's just a little side note. The, right. the worst team in the AFC. But the worst team. The worst team in the NFC. I can see it. Honestly, I can see it being. I wonder if you say one thing. I'm running through the divisions right now in my head. I want I want to say it, but I want you to, I want you to say yours first. Ooh, this is a thinker. Yeah, I'm really like I'm really I, thinking. I told you right. I, yeah. That's why I had to say it before we start talking about hard knocks. I'm really it's like, thinking ooh, on who this. Who really one, is right. bad? They're yeah. like gonna be the worst. 
I gotta, I gotta actually see the team. So I'm gonna go through the week two. So I can. You just... know what? Look at the teams. Let me, let me tell you mine. I think the two worst teams, one AFC, one NFC. Yeah. I think it's gonna be the Bengals and Tampa Bay. Mm, Tampa I think Bay. they're gonna be bad. I think Tampa both of them Bay. are gonna be bad. Maybe not like Browns last year bad, but like two, three wins. Like no culture, right? Not going anywhere, right? Right. Yeah. I, I think that also another team. Those I, are my picks. Also another team I don't think is going to be very good in the AFC is the Broncos. I don't think yeah, sure. I don't think Case Keenum is that guy, and I, don't, I just don't think they have enough going on right now uh, to just really solidify and say, hey, this is who we are, what we're going to do. Um, the the worst team in the NFC. The Redskins have my vote. Yeah. And yeah, I can see the Redskins. Um, I really think it's going to be Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has a great argument. That's a great they, argument. They got, a co- they got a coach hot seat. Jameis is again in the news for the bet for the wrong reasons and i right. know that shit's trickling over however much they want to deny it right i don't think they're getting the most out of their playmakers and i don't really think they have an identity and i think yeah. they're playing a real tough division you know here's something funny i forgot that they had uh deshaun jackson yeah uh, then that's that's saying something i forgot they even had to do yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying like i see him make a play on espn in the preseason like dennis do still play for them like, I thought he was gone. I, I didn't know what the fuck to think. So no, that's uh, that's a real deal. I, I can see it. Yeah, because you got to figure they got Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. They're not winning. They're they're are they're they're last in the division. I can see it. Like, I can see it. Yeah, and then the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to finish last because Baltimore is going to be improved. They are. Cleveland's clearly going to be improved, that's and right. the Steelers. You already know what time it is. Pittsburgh, them. Pittsburgh going to do what they do. So yeah. And yep. they, they ain't, I mean, you know, listen, we, we talk, reviewers of old, you already know, we, we've been, as JB said, I actually, when I was having this debate with, with the cats after the show, I, I told them what you said on the show, where Marvin Lewis has got some dirt on the owner. He's got some, he's got some fucking, he's got some fucking uh, dildo up his ass in a fucking chicken costume pictures or some that, shit that boy, that boy to keep got, his job. That boy got something. It is whatever, he, whatever he got, it's juicy. Yeah. yeah, I just looked oh, at the yeah. I looked at the longest ten years the other day. They were talking about it. Marvin Lewis has been there for what sixteen years? Jesus, because Belichick's been there for nineteen. Yeah, but that God. makes sense. Yeah, of course. But I'm saying like, so he's been there for sixteen years. Yeah, and they, they, had, they had, how many times they went to the playoffs? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Not many. Not many. I mean, God, they were, they were, they were recently, recently, but they haven't done. I mean, they just they haven't done anything. And like yeah. all these bad teams. They've all improved. Like the Jaguars right. were trash a couple years ago. They're right. a lot better. Cleveland's going to be a lot better. Right. Like a lot of these teams. Buffalo is going to be better. Right. And Buffalo and, made the and, playoffs last year. Right. And 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 the Bengals. Uh, who they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who who the fuck right. they? Right. Who the exactly. fuck are they? Who this? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that that that's what we're thinking. But yes, as I as I so rudely cut off the Bizzle man, he was leading us to in terms of, in terms of shakeups, in terms of teams trying to find a fucking identity. Um, we've been enjoying some hard knocks, as I'm sure you have been. Yes, we have. A couple, couple episodes in the can. It's interesting. I got to say, man, like, you know, and you were talking about in the first segment, some real days of our live shit in terms of what can happen on the, on this uh, on this preseason 
time. Right. Um, they have some interesting characters and they have some interesting storylines. Um, what's what's been you know as as you, as you sit in your player's palace live in the desert? What is what's been what's been catching your attention in terms of what the old dog pound has been doing on camera? Well, I, I just like the the vibe of the place. Like honestly, yeah. be real, I really just enjoy the vibe. And I know that they're not putting on for, for cameras because this is this is how NFL teams operate. They really Hugh Jackson and uh, and the owner uh, they and the owner between the owner Hugh Jackson and the GM like they really really want their team to be good, you know. And they're doing all of the things that they need to that's required to make their team better to change the culture, uh, bringing in guys like Juice Landry and and Tyrod Taylor who is a natural leader. You know, to watch that kid, yeah, to watch that kid, he's a leader, man. And that's no, dope. Right, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? You got Juice and Tyrod, and then you got the guys, the leaders on defense, like you got, you know, Jamie Collins Jr., Southern Miss to the top. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got, you just got a bunch of guys out there scrapping. And I believe, and you know, I've been I've been rooting for the Browns for like the last three years. Oh, two years, the last two years. Since, savage since, picks, since, run those since, back. Yeah, since Hugh got there, basically. So, we just... It, like I said, that just to watch it, the culture, and just to watch how guys are after each other's ass, how watch how Hugh ain't taking no shit, yeah. how, how they just really want to change their culture, it's just a, it's a pleasure to watch. It's it's a huge pleasure to watch. Yeah, yeah. and now I think from what I understand, Josh Gordon's going to be coming back at he's least back. back back on the yeah, team. Yeah, he's back on the team. Yeah, still back on P, with still, the team still, still, on, still on PUP, I think, but he's, he's back with the team. Yeah. Now, if I'm if I'm Dorsey, especially or like more of the personnel guys, I mean, it, put uh, G, GM Bridges hat. Fucking throw throw that throw that shit on. If you are running the Browns, you got someone like Josh Gordon who's mega talented. We already know what time it is. When I'm not signing Des Bryant. I know you act. I'm not signing Des Bryant. Well, no, no, I'm not even getting to that. Oh, okay, I'm saying, okay. I'm saying, fuck, fuck Des. I mean, Des, it's whatever. You sign, you don't sign. You may be sitting on the couch this season. You may right. you may sign halfway through the season. Whatever. We ain't right, right, right. That, that that shit. As it relates to Josh, given his mental, how would you manage it in terms of with all them damn cameras around and him getting easing back into the team? Like you said, they're changing the culture. They really want to win. Right. Well, I don't, I don't think, um, honestly, I don't think Josh, Josh's mental is fucked up. I really just think that he needed to refocus on what was important. His, his mental state as far as, like, let's, first of all, let's get this straight. Josh, Josh Gordon is not a fucking mental case, all right? He's not a nutcase. True, true. He, he, he's, he has an addictive personality, all right? right, he, right. he was addicted to, 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 to um, bad substances, drugs, whatever you want to call it, marijuana, alcohol. He has an addictive personality. So for him, it's about having something that's going to keep his mind away from the bullshit, Right? right, I don't think the cameras and all that shit is gonna shake him up. I don't think he has anxiety issues and all that shit. I don't think that's the issue with him. I really just think that you know he he had he was a, dependent upon those things for so long. They were such a part of his life that now he has to learn to get that out of his life. He has to learn to shake. I had a problem with alcohol, and I had to learn how to conquer that demon. It was such a part of my life. I've been drinking since I was 14 years old, and it was just regular to me. But I never knew I turned into another person when it happened. So that's the issue, right? With Josh Gordon. I think this kid is a talent. If they can keep his mind on football, and if, if he can stay mentally understanding who he is and what, what he can be, 
and why he's where he's at, he's going to be fine. And he, yeah. be real with you, if that kid would have had an issue with drugs, he would be the best receiver in the game hands down and would have been oh, yeah. for the last four years. Yeah. That, that dude is a monster, man. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's going to be fine. I, I'm glad they didn't just throw him back into the fire. They let him get on, yeah. put, him back, put him back on the team, PUP'd him. So now he'll, he'll have a week of practice. We probably won't see him in the third preseason game. He might play a couple snaps in the fourth. Honestly, I don't think we see him until week one. So, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but the fact that he's there, the fact that he's back, that's all that matters. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And our, our, our special, uh, speaking of episode one, obviously it's his family business. And, uh, you know, people try to give Hugh Jackson a lot of shit because of his, his past 10 years as a coach, whatever. I think me and Bizzleman definitely want to see him succeed, especially with a, with a, with a franchise and fan base like Cleveland. Right. That would be dope. As much, as much as I just basically took an entire shit on the state of Ohio in the first segment. Right. God damn it, Browns. Browns, get your shit together. Browns, we fuck with your heavy. Yep. All right. It's I, I, yeah. And it's just for them, man. It's just like I said again a few a few minutes ago. I just want this league to be so fucking competitive. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday, I want to see motherfuckers getting after. It. I don't want to see motherfuckers win by no more than four points every week. I want yeah, it to be true. that fucking competitive of a season. That's what I need. That's what yeah. I need. That's, that's what I need. And you, know, and you know something? I just want to. I just want to go off kilt for a minute. Do it. You know the whole, the whole kneeling situation and the whole NFL, you know, uh, uh, the fucking uh, national anthem policy. Mm-hmm. You notice we ain't heard shit about that. Yeah. You notice we ain't heard shit about it, and the reason why we ain't heard shit about it is fucking Pumpkinhead is minding his business. Mm-hmm. All right, he got too much other shit to worry about in the NFL right now. Yeah. So when Pumpkinhead, yeah. when Pumpkinhead yeah. stays the fuck out of hours, right. right. Look what happened. Old Donnie. Yeah. Let, let motherfuckers, yeah, pumpkin hair people is y'all's president, Donald Trump, for people that don't know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm glad that they're not making a stink out of it. I'm glad the fucking media is staying out of it. Guys are kneeling, guys are holding yeah. their fist up. It don't fucking matter. You know what I'm saying? Let, let teams deal with that shit how they deal with it. And that'd be that. Bottom line. You know, you know what it is, too? And I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure um, it's going to be every network. I think they just they just agree. They're not showing. Yeah, they're just not going to show the national. Not it's, like, it's, a, it's the easiest solution. That's the best way just to do it. That's the at best this point, way to do it. at this point, you might, if you really want it to blow over, even though the the protest is important for what it actually stands for. Right. If you really want it to blow over in terms of the controversy and for the air quotes, the the bottom line for the jury Joneses out there and all that bullshit. Just out of sight, out of mind at this point. We right. know what the protest is about. Right. There's been enough debate about it. We've already been through the bullshit. Right. Seems like forever. Let it go. It's enough. We know what it's about. Either support it or just don't show it at all. I mean, that's, that, right. that's it. That's the only thing left to do. Speaking speaking of fucking uh, speaking of fucking changes, because mm. um, we talked about this in our patent production meeting already. The referees, we're, we're putting you on notice right now. You better watch as much tape as oh, you possibly can. God. The goddamn helmet rule, bro. Now, what the, the fuck is good with this shit? Here's the thing about the helmet rule right now, Ben, is that certain games you watch, it's all over the place. Yep. It's like six, seven calls a game. Certain games you watch, you might not see it once. I think it's just objective to the referee that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So... Of course they're going to enforce it. And at times it has to be enforced, right? Because at times in football, you have cats that do lower their helmet and hit with the crown of their head, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Uh, the hit that I'm watching the Vikings game the other day and the Vikings sacked the second-string quarterback 
He came through clean, kept his face up, lowered his shoulders, hit the dude in the in 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 in, in the midsection, and they called the helmet rule. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? Clean one of the cleanest hits I ever seen in football. Right? I think I don't know if they call it roughing the passer or they called the helmet rule. They had to call the helmet rule because it was all over Twitter, like people was fucking tripping. So it, it's it it comes to a point where, and this is nothing too. This is another thing. They said that it's going to be for running backs too. I haven't seen it called on one ball carrier yet. One ball carrier, and and they, and oh yeah, they put their head down. Trust me when I say, oh they put their head down, and 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 you know what I'm saying to to initiate that contact. Because they, you know, they know as a runner, you're taught to lower your shoulders, lower your head, so you basically become a missile. You know what I'm saying? So it's harder to tackle you. It's, it's, it's going to be one of those things, like it's going to be the catch rule to the to the 10th power. Certain refs are going to call yeah, it. Yeah. Certain refs aren't. That's the way I see it. I see it happening like that already. Because in the preseason, again, certain refs have been calling it. Certain games, you watch it again. It's five or six times they call it. Certain games, right. you don't see it once. So Right. 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 And the problem is, the problem is they're they're making black and white calls when there's so much gray area to get it right. Right. Because when you, it's like if you're going to review it and you're going to review it for minutes on end, you can, you know, body body in a lot of ways, as you know from playing, body language can kind of tell you about intent right. and what someone was trying to do. Of course. So if a so if a defender changes, or rather the ball carrier changes their body. But the defender is already in the process of making the play. Right. You can't that that you have to be fair to the defender. You and that, can't put them, yeah. you know what I mean. But they they That's had that bonus. problem. They they had that problem last year, like with receivers catching the ball, like the whole defenseless receiver thing. Like. But this is more specific because right, exactly. with the helmet. Right. So how do you you know like exactly how do you gauge? You can tell if somebody lowers their helmet. That that that's right. easy yeah. to see. Yeah. If you lower your helmet to make contact, like this kid, um, this kid that played for the Jets, uh, Lalunia, whatever his name is, he's a linebacker, right? He got he got two, and they had to sit him out of the game, right? So he got two personal fouls, two leading with the helmet. But his were blatant. Like he was yeah. literally like putting his head down to right. the right, right when he got there, he lowered right. his Tony head, Baker right, and just boom. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah straight up cram, like lowering the boom <laughs> on people, like straight up. That those were blatant, and those are the ones that should be caught. Right, but Malcolm Jenkins had one in the New England game where they were like, "Oh, he could have pulled up on him." Okay, well, in the heat, it's easy to say that when you're looking. Yeah, how you, uh, how would like, you you can you can make him pull up when he's already like in. Right. The, it's easy to say. Yeah, it's easy to say that when you when you're looking at somebody when you're out from the outside looking in. Yeah. But the thing about defenders that that try to get hits on on receivers, they don't know if the ball's there or not. A lot of times. Because very seldom do I see anybody hit somebody with their eyes wide open. Right, right. You know, at that point of contact, you, you pretty much close your eyes because you know you're there. So it's just human nature. You know what I'm saying? You're going to close your eyes. So, and a lot of times with the, the position that the defender's in, they don't know if the receiver has the ball or not. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be touch and go. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be yeah. a very, very, very touchy-feely situation all year. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna sway the ballot. It's gonna sway the ballot in some games, and it's gonna be fucked up to some people. But that's the NFL. Hey, hey shout out! Hey, shout out to our regular season sponsor, yeah. my bookie reviewers. Right, I'm gonna tell you right now: if you're betting on games, 
Be careful. Be careful. Do your research on uh, teams and players right. that get those now, penalties. Do your research. Be careful. On, do your research on referees that call it. That's very true. Yeah, you need. You might need to know who. Yeah, the, that's who, actually who the more ref, Yeah, you might need to know who the referee team is and what their their mo is as far as calling this. Because if they call it, that that can that can very easily sway the the outcome of a game. Easy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So do your research on the refs and how they're calling that shit because that could fuck up your money. Trust <laughs> and believe. Yeah. Holy shit. And, and then just kind of finally putting a bow on what we've seen so far in the preseason. I mean, you know, not really a whole lot in terms of, I mean, you know, there's been a couple injuries. Not terrible, all things no. considered, right, right. from past preseasons. Not going with. You know, and obviously, you know, and then obviously, you know, a lot a lot of the key playmakers, it's preseasons. So they're not really playing, so there's not really a lot to talk about with that. But there is that class of the rookie quarterbacks. Mm, so, yes, sir. So from what you've seen so far, if, if you're asking me, reviewers, if you're asking me, if I had to pick one quarterback that I think should legitimately start given the situation and I think is ready to start, honestly, my pick would be Josh Allen. I right. think he needs to start. I think Baker needs to be on ice. Mm-hmm. They're really hyping up Darnold, but I think Darnold needs to be on ice. And same thing with Rosen. I think Rosen's dope, but I think, like you said, if Bradford's upright, he can sling it. I think right. Rosen right. needs to be on ice. What, what, that, what, do you, give, what are you thinking? Give him – look, get, if, a, if you have – the opportunity to give a quarterback a learning curve, do it, please. Give it to him. Like, yeah. please, please give it to him. Don't don't throw him out there in the fire if you don't have to. Now, with all things considered and all things said, Baker Mayfield, uh, Darnold, uh, Rosen, all these cats have looked good. Be real. They have all looked good in the preseason. <laughs> all right? Allen has looked good. But like you said, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think he's the only one that really – has the need to just start because they don't have, first of all, A.J. McCarron just got hurt. Yeah, he just got hurt. So they don't have any choice but to start this kid. All right? They have no choice but to start this kid. As far as everybody else, they got a veteran quarterback sitting in their face. All right? Uh, Tyrod Taylor, they invested a lot of money in Tyrod in Cleveland. You think he's not going to start? Crazy. He's going to start. Baker Mayfield, that's great that he's there. And that he's picking everything up and that he's doing what he's doing. I tell I told people before and I told you one time before you asked me, you know, you compare him to Johnny Manziel, I said this kid's a different animal. You know, yeah, this, this really kid's is. this kid's a he's totally different him. animal. He's he's not party guy, he's not fame guy. Just he's a little cocky, but he's not the guy that wants the fame and all that. He's a very humble kid, but he's an animal on that football field. And that's good stuff. Um, they all of them are showing decent pocket presence. They're they're polished. They're 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 right where they're supposed to be. There, it's good to see that because the next generation of NFL great quarterbacks has arrived. Right. right. So Tom Brady being 41, uh, you know Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to play for quite another quite a while, but he's still on the low end. He, he's on the decline. Who else in this thing? Uh, Matty Ice, he's going to play for quite a while. But, I mean, he's, you know, as long as he got Julio, he ain't really got shit to worry about. Right. And then, you know, so all, all these quarterbacks, Drew Brees is out the door almost. So mm-hmm. the next generation of QBs has arrived. And it's good to see. You know, these guys are good. They're good. And it, it, it is awesome to watch. It really is. Yep. It is. Yep. Yep. Well, well, viewers, you know, you're gonna, we're going to be fucking watching. We know you are too. So keep rocking with us as we get into the regular season. Coming up, that's right, our next episode we will be back on the week-to-week schedule, giving you the savage picks and so much more. Bizzleman, before Yo. we sign off, any 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 anything special for the reviewers out there? 
Nope. You know what I'm saying? We just... <laughs> He's like, we, <laughs> nope. We said no, no. Real shit, man. Just, you know, shout out to everybody, man. I, I posted a story on IG today, man, about positive vibes, man. Keep your vibes sure positive, man. Keep your mental positive. Stay high, man. Don't go low. Because people going to try to drag you down. Misery loves company, people. Mm-hmm. Understand that. Understand mm-hmm. that. Misery loves comfortable. And please don't believe everything that you see on Instagram. All right? Don't believe everything don't. you see on Facebook. Don't believe everything you see on Twitter. You know, all those people that's putting shit out there like that are miserable. They're yeah. trife, they're dirty ass, miserable <laughs> ass people. Right? But they want you to think that everything is rocking so smooth. Nope, not happening. Do your thing, build behind the wall, always. Always build behind the wall. Yeah. So yeah, all yeah. people can do then is speculate about what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Not everybody has to see your fucking plans, people. Just make it happen. Don't, don't, get, don't get caught up in the finished cause, product. Because cause, cause the fucked up part about that is the people that act like they're happy for you are really hating on you. Mm-hmm. And then people just go, some people just going to flat out put that negative energy on you. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. 100%. Or viewers, you know we're, we're fucking with you because you're fucking with us because we're no fucking with people. Um, so again, make sure to follow us at JB and Benny Blue, JB and Benny Blue Review.com for all past episodes and content. Yep. Yep. Please subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Castbox, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Five star rate us on iTunes right now. Artists, keep sending us music, JB and Benny Blue Review at gmail.com. Right. Um, and that's it. From the Savage Duo to you, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Appreciate you we'll rocking with us. Yeah. We'll next see time. Next episode. Yeah, yeah. And we out. Peace. Peace. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. Ah, Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.